Welcome to the Ether. Today is Sunday, July 17th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Cosmos Spaces, Secret Updates with Isaac, the VP of Engineering at Secret Labs. Let's take a listen. Hey everyone, it's uh, Eric, just waiting for Haas to get on here. So we'll just wait for everyone to join. What's going on, everyone? Doing good, Haas, by you. Not bad, man, not bad. Just hanging out, another day in paradise. Tell it's the bear market though. A lot of lot of unhappy people out there. It seems like I was. I got up today. Was kind of just looking around a bunch of different posts and like stuff going on. There's just a lot of unhappy people right now. It seems like, and I mean, I get it. I understand. It's just you. You can't blame people. It's like it, it, the market's going to do what it's going to do. It just seems like people are just trying to find reasons for like just any any like turmoil. To it's almost like they're they want the world to burn around them. You know, it's like. Uh, you didn't see any of this like hostility towards people and um as much i would say during when everyone's packed <laughs> everyone's bags were pumping you know Crazy. yeah it's unfortunate i mean this is the time you got to just keep grinding man you know like the the rewards aren't made right you know it's not made when the bags are pumping it's about getting in and building a community building a project building 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 this is the time right now so I always I always give kudos and mad props to everyone that's kind of been sticking around, hopping in our shows and listening in because it's not, you know, it's not that easy right now. I get it the summer. I mean, I would be outside more, too, but people just, uh, you know, they kind of just like go away right now. You know, everyone, then they, they all come around whenever everything's pumping. It should be like kind of almost the opposite, really. So who's all coming on today? Like who's all stopping by? I didn't talk to many people today. Okay. Uh, uh, just I know that um, it's sick from Secret is there he is. Let's get him up here. What's going on, bro? Hey guys, can you hear me all right? Yep, loud and clear. Yes. Awesome, awesome. Man, Twitter Spaces on Android is always a challenge, but uh, yeah, hopefully everything goes smoothly. Yeah, you never know with these spaces. Anything can happen. I just want to let the room fill up a little bit more, and then we can get at it. Good afternoon. What's going on, everybody? Good morning. Morning, bro. I'm literally walking out the field uh, to pick some blueberries with the family, so I'll, I'll be listening in. <laughs> nice, man. It's been raining here the last, like, day. We need it, though. It's been so hot, and it hasn't rained in forever. How high does it get over there, us? I mean, usually about, like, 90 to 92 is, like, the high... But it's usually, uh, on average, I would say right now, this time of the year, the highs are like mid-80s, about 85 Yeah, it's it's not bad. It's um, it's definitely warmer than it used to be, though. Like, I mean, I don't remember, on average, how many 90-degree-plus days we get. 
where we used to get it's a lot more now it's probably about at least 2x 3x of the amount of days per year like it does get hot up in here sometimes <laughs> people think like oh pittsburgh's cold like it's not that cold anymore man like we basically have um january ish in february or like those are they do get cold but even that they're like you'll have like a like maybe two or three days it's cold and then it's like 45 50 and rains all day it does rain a lot like it used to snow a lot now it just rains a lot and uh it's not that cold anymore man like it really isn't i mean there's multiple years i don't even bust out the shovel i don't even use the salt because it just uh, if it even if there's like a dusting the next day it just goes away i think this year it did snow a little bit more than it has in the past but yeah, it doesn't snow as much. I mean, some parts in Pennsylvania, it snows more, but where I'm located, not really. It's overrated. People are like, oh, they think about the weather how it used to be. It's like, no, man, global warms, warming is for real. doesn't snow ever anymore. It's like, I don't even know. Um, I know it's off topic, but I don't even know the last time it like kind of snowed, snowed, like for Christmas. Like most of the Christmases, the, the last like 10, 15 years, I don't even remember snowing at all not even a dusting like any time leading up to it like i know this year i was playing basketball outside it was like 68 degrees christmas eve so i mean i don't know it's just not that cold anymore it's just not that cold anymore you know like it just doesn't get it like we miss a lot of it like if i went up north a little bit yeah we'd get all of it because it's by the lake and we would get all your crappy weather um all wisconsin's crappy weather but like i miss everything like i'm in like a nice little pocket where i'm at but yeah right now it's like 80 degrees out here where i'm picking blueberries how about you uh how do you pronounce your name it's Ed, zeke yeah yeah i can go by isaac as well um yeah it's uh we're here in israel so it's like crazy hot all the time like you guys talking in like fahrenheit i don't know what that even is but i'm like that's probably like <laughs> fucking cold <laughs> you should come to europe i mean you know talking about you know snow and here it's like you know any, anywhere you go to it's like crazy hot it was and, 39 right like is it about 39 over there what is it uh not that i think it can get that hot like like right now we're lucky here in israel where it's like okay-ish um but like yeah like if you uh go other places in europe you can get yeah 40 degrees should be this week yeah that yeah i was gonna say that's clay like he he puts his air conditioner on at like nighttime and it's still like in the 80s or well it would be like it'd be like 37 30 36 37 at night there in his house because texas is so hot it's unbearable. <laughs> it's unbearable. That's crazy. And like here we're lucky because like, you know, everything is built for this weather. So like everywhere you go, there's AC, right? You, you, there, there almost is no house without AC in it. But like there are all these places that have been built, you know, 20 years ago or something when things were a bit colder and now everything's getting hot and, you know, you don't have the infrastructure to deal with it. So it's going to be interesting. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Hey, sorry for bombing your name. I do that a lot, right, Haas? I always bomb people's name on the show. Yeah, you, <laughs> so, you did, man. Isaac, right? <laughs> but some people have, you know, different names, and you're like, okay, how should I pronounce it? Because if I pronounce it wrong, oh, my God, they're going to get mad. And I definitely nah, did it. Man. My bad, bro. I, I, it's all good. Like, I haven't 
you know, I haven't met anybody that actually took offense, you know, if somebody couldn't pronounce their name or anything. Like, nobody really cares. Like, you know, just, just go with, you know, go with your best guess, and you'll probably be fine, man. <laughs> yeah, I get I get a lot of people from uh, over when I do, like, uh, I, I, I talk to people. They call my I go by Haas, but they always say host or something like that. I'm like, nah, it's not host, but I don't care. It's like, whatever. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> Isaac, what do, you, what do you do for fun over there in Israel, though? What, what are, what's, like, your, your favorite hobby to do? Oh, man. Um, like, I, I, if you ask anybody from Israel, like, the, you know, the first thing you'll hear is about, you know, uh, the beach and the weather and all that stuff. Um, so right now I've been uh, getting back, a bit back into uh, beach volleyball, which I'm terrible at. Um, but you know, I have, I have like a couple of months to get good again before it gets cold and I forget how to play all over again. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is, you know, yeah, like it, it's great for sports here. You have like this great weather and they're like, um, there are all these soccer fields all around. Um, so yeah, yeah, that, that's what I'm trying to do right now. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I got a buddy from Israel. And uh, he used to he used to ride dirt bikes a lot over there. So I'm not sure if there's a big a big scene for dirt biking over there or you know off roading. Yeah, you they're, might, they're... You, as, as I say, you might not like this comment. I think watching a uh, soccer game live is like a really fun time. It's great. Like if someone offered, well, hey, let's go. To, I'll go. But I I just can't. I think it's unbearable to watch on television. Like I'd rather watch paint. Dry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what like I'm serious. Like I think it's. The, because it's, there's not Dude, enough you, action you won't for me. Believe, like, and American like, sports are so much action. Like, it's nonstop, like, back and forth, like, scoring and shit. Like, soccer, it's like, it's a blow. What's up? It's, you have to be kidding. Like, American sports are the most boring thing ever. Oh, you're crazy. <laughs> you you're crazy. Two minutes, like, what the fuck is, like, you're... No, I get that with, I get that with football. Yeah, like to be honest, like football is like uh, you know, like ten seconds of action and then you stop and you. No, reset. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, but like and baseball, like, baseball is just like there's so much time. Soccer is constant go. I, I wait, get it. wait until you guys watch some golf. Oh man, now that's I don't. <laughs> I don't really consider that a sport, though. To be honest with you, I consider it a highly skilled game. You know what I mean? Like any anything that you can do and be like really drunk at it. And be good and be like the best, or like in your fifties, and you could still beat like a twenty-year-old's ass. To me, that's not really a sport. But like, um, like I, I do. I mean, I appreciate soccer, but you want to talk about action? Like, watch hockey. There's no breaks. I get the whole commercial shit. It is annoying. Like you put an NFL game on. It's like they they kick off closer. They kick it out of the end zone. It's you already know. No, there's not going to be return, right? Like they never return NFL kickoffs anymore. So like, just just let's just get rid of it. And then, um, yeah, I, I I totally understand the whole commercial shit. It's annoying. I totally get that. Baseball's slow too, but like, ho- like, 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 I like watching tennis. I like watching. Uh, I like. I really enjoy watching hockey. There's just a lot of action, and, and there's no breaks. Like, there's rarely commercial breaks. It's just back and forth too. But like, but soccer though, I I don't mind watching like the Brazil team, like Brazilian teams and teams that score and they just play like not like. Um, what do you want to call it? Not so structured. Like I can't watch structured soccer where it's like all it is is defense and the score is like one nothing, two nothing at the at the very bad. Like I want to see like six five. I want to see crazy goals. 
a lot of action and shit like that. I just rarely watch have to rugby, that. bro. <laughs> watch some rugby if you like action. And- <laughs> I want action. We're, we're degenerates. Yeah. That's why we're in this space. Like, I'm trying to watch degen shit. You know what I mean? I want to see, like, I want to see, like, if I put a baseball game on, I want to see it to be, like, 14 to 12 and shit. Like, five home runs. I want to see a guy hit a home run and, like, taunt the pitcher and then they fight and shit. Like, like I, I want to see action. <laughs> my, my one big problem with hockey is that may, maybe I need some practice at watching hockey, but like, I can't follow the puck. And it feels like I'm just, you know, half the time, I'm just, like, trying to figure out what's going on. Um. But I mean, the thing about soccer, like if it's two nothing, then I'm with you. Two nothing is like a boring score. But what I like about soccer is that you know you because you don't have this constant scoring, every goal is super impactful. So like everything can change at any moment. Because like you know when I'm watching, I don't know basketball or something, and the score is like I don't know eighty sixty or something like yeah, there's a lot of scoring, but it's gonna take like ten minutes, you know, until the game gets interesting again if it ever does. Um, but if it's like one nothing, anything can change like at any moment. Like you know, if, even if like the teams are like incredibly mismatched and you have one that's really better than the other, but it's one nothing, like anything can happen. And that's like what's interesting for me. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I do, I do enjoy watching like the World Cup and stuff like that. Like when it's really competitive, that's when I do watch soccer on television. But I'm not gonna watch just like a regular regular match unless i you know i can go to a game live or something i'll do that like i'll never yeah, go into mean, the game like game, going get going to games live and like i get you with the uh hockey stuff too like you have to be paying attention and if you don't have like a really big television it's really good like it is hard like the because the puck is just moving so fast and the guys are just going so fast on skates like people I only don't like playing soccer that. what's that i only like playing soccer yeah, it, it, it's fun to do that too. It's just it's it, it gets tough for me to watch it on on television unless it's like a really competitive like real cut. Even that though, a lot of times it's just it's so structured. Like I don't want to keep watching all this defense. Like a lot of teams play real passive. Like you'll, I mean, I get it. If you're going up against a team that's better than you, you just want to basically play keep away for the most part. So I understand like a lot of their strategies, but I just I don't like it. You know what I mean? I just want to see people go up and down. And uh, basketball is like that. You just go up and down, man. Like the NBA, like as, I, I don't, I'm not the biggest NBA fan, but there's so much action because like they have to go up and down and they, and they only have, you know, the shot clock so quick and they have to shoot the ball. And, you know, there's a, there's a lot of action in basketball, but yeah, man, let's, let's do it. Yeah. Let's set it up. We got enough people up in here, but thanks for stopping by on your Sunday, man. I don't even know what time is it there right now. It's like uh, 7 p.m. or something. Oh, that's not but bad. like, yeah, like Sundays here are work days, so I mean, we have the weekends, uh, like uh, Friday, Saturday, pretty much a work day for us. So it's all good. Nice. Well, you didn't come to Texas, right? I don't think we met you. I don't remember meeting you down in Texas. So my girlfriend's sister got married and stuff, so it was either come to Austin, you know, go to crypto stuff. And you know, break up with my girlfriend or stay with her. So, uh, you picked the right choice. <laughs> yeah, you picked the right choice. You didn't miss anything. I, I mean, it was a good time. Don't get me wrong. It was just hot, and uh, yeah, I would have ra- rather been at a probably. It was probably a good time, the wedding and all that. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, man. You want to go ahead and just talk, tell us what's going on? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's 
Bert, I guess just introduce yourself and stuff and say who you are. I don't know if everyone in here understands who you are and all that. So just do that, even though we, we do. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So anybody who doesn't know who I am, uh, I'm uh, Itzik, a.k.a. Uh, cash Money in some, uh, in some places. Um, I'm the VP of Engineering at Secret Labs, uh, which is the core developer of Secret Network. Um, and yeah, um, Secret Network, you know, if anybody here hasn't heard, um, is an L1 chain on Cosmos that has uh, privacy by default for smart contracts. So any contract that you develop on Secret Network, you deploy it, it's all private by default. You know, anything a user does with a contract is all encrypted. Um, that allows us to do a ton of cool stuff. Um, and yeah, like we have um, some interesting things going on right now. Um, you know, on the one hand, we uh, just recently announced a uh, 2 million secret fund for uh, Terra developers that want to come into secret because, um, you know, it's uh, really important for us to support, you know, the, uh, you know, the Cosmos community as a whole. And Terra was a big part of that, obviously. And we want to, you know, uh, give developers another place where they can, you know, sort of land softly after, you know, everything that happened last month. Um, so if you're a developer um, thinking about that, then definitely take a look. Um, we also uh, had an announcement I think a few days ago about a uh, partnership with Axelar. So if you go to Axelar, then they already have secret on their page. Um, and this is only like the first step being able to transfer assets through Axelar, which is super cool. Um, we'll take that a step further. Um, and we're definitely, we're looking at, um, using what they're doing to be able to interact with secret network from any other chain and pass messages and, you know, be able to sort of access the privacy features of secret, uh, from all these other chains. Um, which is super cool. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. Like last week, Killeroy was here. We launched the first ever movie as an NFT on Secret Network. Everything, you know, with uh, um, and a secret NFT where, you know, only the people who own the NFT can watch the movie. And, you know, the movie is encrypted. So, uh, you have the encryption keys inside your private NFT that nobody else can see. Then you can stream the movie um, and only owners of the NFT can stream it. And if you want, you can also download the movie and you get like um, an exclusive uh, clip that only you can see. Um, really, really cool. Let's say, uh, if you haven't heard, I, mean, I think pretty much everybody has heard of it by now, but I mean, um, yeah, we did this in collaboration with Kevin Smith, um, which is, you know, another great name for us to work with after what we did with Tarantino a couple of months back. Um, yeah, yeah, there's like all this cool stuff coming and we also have, you know, network upgrades. We're going to upgrade our smart contract, smart contract infrastructure to Cosmosa 1.0 that's coming um, in about... I'm going to go ahead and say 
a month, a month and a bit, maybe, depending on, you know, um, how everything goes. And that's going to allow developers to easily port their stuff, you know, from other chains to secret, which uh, up until now, a bit of a challenge because, you know, we're one of the older chains out there on Cosmos. And I think we were the first to actually deploy contracts, like Cosmosm contracts in production. Um, so, you know, part of the challenges of, uh, you know, having all that uh, legacy code around is that, you know, you have to go through more difficult processes to upgrade everything without breaking it, um, which is one of the things, you know, that uh, we're doing. So, you know, if you have applications on Secret Network, uh, we're going to upgrade the infrastructure, but everything is going to keep running uh, the way it is. So, you know, uh, if you have an application out there, you don't have to worry. Everything's going to keep working. Um, I don't know. What else? What else? Um, yeah, I mean, we have, like, you know, tons of stuff going on, lots of projects building, you know. Um, yeah, and we're just generally excited, you know, about everything that's happening in Cosmos um with you know interchain accounts and how you know we're finally going to be able to, uh sort of you know reach that holy grail of executing uh you know cross-chain applications um and especially with you know what that does for secret where you know we'll be able to allow applications you know whether it be on uh, Juno or you know osmosis or whatever to sort of access the privacy features of secret um, so that's also something that's coming. Um, yeah, I don't know. I could talk for hours, man. Like, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, there's like so much going on. Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, uh, Secret was one of the first L1s after when I when I came into IBC, basically. Secret was one of the very first. I think Os Osmosis was the first. And then I obviously had some Atom, but then I really like, um found my way through secret and i've been a secret fanboy since and i think it just adds a lot of utility and functionality throughout the whole um throughout crypto but more specifically all the l1s and applications can use uh secret one way or another like i think it would be super cool if you have your funds on like osmosis and then they have just the click you know where you can click like send privately or like send you know send funds privately and then you it would automatically do all the hard work behind the under the hood so to speak so it would wrap uh your you know your osmo or your secret or whatever asset that you have that's ibc enabled and just send it to another wallet address or send it to your own and you just you know just just to basically have that privacy layer like that that would be pretty cool and that's just like one thing with like osmosis but i think all the chains can use secrets technology for for governance because i still think like governance is complete crap right now just overall and like all the pr proof of stake and I think it would be kind of cool to have at least privacy um, voting during the time time frame that you know the allotted time frame, and then maybe perhaps the validators disclose like the way they voted after the fact or whatever the situation is. Um, <clears throat> it would just make it better that way, in my, in my opinion. So you don't have people having pitchforks out door and then open. Um, open proposal and they're out there saying like you know bad mouthing people or certain ways that someone may vote and i don't know i just find it <clears throat> to be a bit toxic and 
not sustainable the current way things are done and that's just like a couple like things that i think that would be really unique and add value to all of us and i mean there's i can go on and on about like secret and things that i could do with other chains as well but those are like the two main things that i would like to see pretty soon with with just like the l1s and the ibc gang so to speak yeah yeah man i mean you know it, we, we've been around like secret has been around um it's like I think that's since February, like 2020, um, as an L1 on Cosmos. Um, so, you know, I definitely feel like, you know, everything that you talked about, I mean, um, governance, I think, definitely needs some sort of layer of privacy because um, it, it just becomes, there's like too much. Uh, like at first, you know, everybody's like kumbaya, like, you know, uh, you know, uh holding hands and you know being happy but then like when things start growing a bit and you know there's real money involved i mean it just it, it sort of devolves into something that's less productive than it could be uh just because everybody you know uh starts you know wanting to you know take things a bit like it people tend to, to take things a bit personally um and start lobbying for things and you know it becomes a uh a bit of a you know politics game rather than a, you know focusing on what's really you know most productive for the ecosystem i think we're seeing that um in many different you know different l1s on cosmos um but like you know this is part of the process like learning you know what works and what doesn't and, you know these sort of decentralized organizations right where something that hasn't ever been done before right there's no like we can't point to any you know model that, and say like oh they did well in the past so let's like copy what they're doing um so we sort of have to invent the wheel so to speak but i mean this is blockchain you know when you know we've been doing this from day one basically um so i'm, I'm sure like you know a year or two years from now things will are going to look like um much different than they are today um but but yeah i mean like definitely that's you know part of um our ethos at secret is like um we're not focused on you know anything like any specific technology where we're saying okay you know we're a chain for you know something super super specific but we're saying more like you know if we want to build these you know these mature um like ecosystems that can really provide you know the kind of value and like the mainstream appeal um that you know we want blockchain to have then we feel that like privacy is an inherent part of it uh, at all layers you know and governance is one example um privacy for like transactions uh is another um but we're seeing that you know with everything that's happening you know we're seeing that privacy provides you know this um this layer of utility that doesn't exist before you know, whether it be um in DeFi, right where if you add privacy then you, know, you get front running resistance and you can do all kinds of things like private lending and borrowing and all kinds of things like that you know without revealing you know who's exactly doing what and what you're doing um and if you add privacy to nfts then you get nfts with you know exclusive content um and I, I might i'm sure that everything you know i don't know what the next big thing is going to be um you know whether it be you know gaming or um 
I don't know, whatever else, you know, whatever else uh, works. I'm sure like privacy is going to add some sort of layer of utility. Because um, for me, it's, it's all about, you know, if you look at, you know, what works in Web 2 today, right? Because people say Web 3 is like, you know, Web 3 blockchain is going to be, you know, the next evolution of Web 2 of the internet. Um, but if I look at all the applications that are out there today, I mean, everything that's, you know, uh, everything that people are using, they all have some sort of some form of privacy, right? Um, like nobody would order, you know, an Airbnb or something if you could see exactly when you're not going to be home and where you're going and, you know, what you're doing and all that stuff. Um, and you can extend that to almost any app, right? Um, I, I mean, privacy on Facebook is questionable, but if everybody could see exactly what you're messaging and to whom, I don't think anybody would use it. Um, so, yeah. and then another another thing that you really didn't just touch on, but it is applicable to basically anything. You know, like if you think of like blockchain, just in a simplistic form, I mean, really, it's just a decentralized like accounting ledger, like plus and minuses for, for on the plot on the blockchain. And the way it currently is constructed, you would never have. Um, hedge funds or um, people that have assets under management really want to use blockchain because they have competition and they don't want their, their competitors and everyone else to know like, okay, like right now, um, you know, you know, quarter three, we're going to do all this. And every single thing that we invest in is out there every for at, at every moment. So everyone could just copy and paste what we're doing as opposed to if it's like programmable privacy you know they can they can um, they can hide their transactions for for like Q1 or Q2 Q3, but at the end of the quarter they can still transmit those uh, tra- transactions to their their you know their shareholders or the people that they have under management and like that's really a, a a thing that people really don't talk about that would be gigantic because. I mean, face it. I mean, th- these these uh, huge, you know, if they have a, like a billion dollars under assets or whatever, they don't want everyone to look and see, OK, well, this guy is investing in this. He's investing in that. He's doing this. He's doing that. Like, that's not that's not the way it is. And like how you're saying about all these applications. Yeah. I mean, no one would use any of this stuff if everything was out there for the public, you know, like every single thing you were ever doing. Or if you go to a ball game and now your friend you haven't seen in 20 years, he has your wallet address and now he knows exactly how much you're worth. And, you know, then he tells everyone he, that you grew up with, like, hey, this person's worth this much. And now now everything's just like basically out there and it's no one's business. At the end of the day, uh, one of the things that always resonated with me with like Secret Network is the 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 fact that you can kind of do these things and still remain private if you want. You can buy you know, NFTs and sell them and uh, do things and if you want to release them cool you can still show your what you're what you got going on but it's also you can be private and it helps you know like i understand a lot of times when people in this space they don't want to dox themselves and all that but just for like security purposes you know it's like oh this guy bought this uh like board ape and it's the the floor is is one million dollars or something you know five years later or whatever and now they know like this wallet has this nft in there that's worth a million dollars and let's just stock them forever and see every transaction that they ever do or what whenever he sells it what did he do with it and i don't know there's a lot of like pitfalls in, in in blockchain technology i mean it's definitely great i love decentralization and blockchain and I love this movement, but at the same token, like you have to have some sort of layer of privacy built in so you can actually do things that are applicable to real life. 
Yeah, man. I mean, you know, as you said, I mean, even if I'm not like, you know, I, I'm just, you know, an average Joe and, you know, I'm not doing anything special, but, you know, I wouldn't feel comfortable if anybody could see, you know, everything I'm doing with my credit card, you know, what's going on with my bank account. Um, I don't have anything to hide. I just, you know, I, I'd rather that information remain, remain private and I want to share it, you know, with only the people that I want to share it. Uh, and that's, you know, that that's, you know, what Secret is all about. It's giving people the option. I mean, you know, we're not, it's important to realize, like, we're not, you know, our goal is not to, you know, build a tornado cache that allows you to, you know, uh, to do all kinds of, you know, questionable things and this and that. It's about giving people the option for privacy um, and giving them the tools that they need to transact privately and also, you know, the keys to be able to uh, share, you know, whatever information they want. I mean, you know, in, and that's, you know, part of the, uh, and part of, you know, um, that that reasoning went into you know the things that we built on secret like for example you know you have tokens on secret that are like secret tokens that are privacy tokens um but they still have a mechanism built in where you can sort of share your transaction history and like prove um you know where you know how how much you got and how much you sent so you know for example if i you know want to share it with uh whether it be you know somebody that i sent a payment to or you know even, you know, I just want to pay, you know, taxes and I want to be able to prove um, everything that I got and everything that I sent, then you can do that with Secret. Um, and, you know, that's, 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 what really, well, that's what's really cool about it, that you can sort of, it gives you the tools to um, sort of transact in a more, um, a, a closer way to what you, would, what you would like in real life. And that's what we're really trying to do. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's the same thing, you know, if I wanted to, like, I don't even tell anyone that I'm Cosmos Hoss. Like, I mean, people that in this space, they met me in Texas and all that, but I don't tell my friends and my family. Like, the only person really that knows who I am in my real life is is my wife. And uh, I don't tell my brother, my family. You know, I just try to remain private, you know. I'm the type of guy that if I was worth millions and millions of dollars, like, no one would even know. I would just live the same lifestyle. And so I wouldn't want to, you know, if I was trying to help my brother out, he has a couple kids, and if he was going through a pinch and I was like, here, I'm going to send you over some crypto, you know, I wouldn't want my brother to just, like, look at all my transactions I've ever done and say, oh, man, like, you know, can you give me more money? You know, like, you know, it's none of his business. You know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Man. It's like, it's none of his business, like. That's not how it's not like how it's supposed to be. You know, I, I want to be able to send crypto to help people out. And, you know, I shouldn't have to have like 15 wallets and be like, all right, well, this wallet, I don't care if everyone in the world knows it's Cosmos Haas's wallet. And I, I don't have the time to be looking into people and seeing what they're all doing, because I just don't care what people do. Like I say this jokingly and I really kind of mean it. I don't watch the news. And I don't care what people do as long as they're leaving me alone. Like my next door neighbor, like I'll say hi to him. Like I don't have any neighbors because where I live at, that's kind of lo like low key. But you know, it's just the whole friendly hi, how are you doing type of stuff. But I don't, I don't literally care what he does. You know, some people are weird and they care what other people do and say, and they worry about what they're doing and they're jealous or not jealous or whatever they do. I, that's just not my personality. I just don't care. Um, but some people, you know, in this world, they just like that's they, they like to stalk people, I guess. <laughs> it's it's kind of weird. But, um, yeah, I think the way it's kind of constructed, like you're saying, like I, the same thing with me, like I don't have anything to hide, but I just think it's no one's business. Like, I just don't care. Like, I don't care what people do. 
I want to be left alone. I want to, you know, it's like, just mind your business, you know? And I think secret can at least give you that opportunity to do both. It's like, you can, you can uh, release your transactions if you want, you know, for taxes or just whatever, like just for your own personal records. And then, uh, but you also can do things on the chain where everyone's not like watching your every movement. Cause it's kind of just in a way, it's kind of creepy if you think about it. Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, it's just kind of creepy. Like you could just see everything. Oh, this guy, he's been in blockchain tech for this long. He's bought this and this, and he did all this. And I don't know. <clears throat> I'm kind of even saying it right now with like the overall space in general in crypto. Like I've been just kind of like lurking around the last like day or so, just like reading people's tweets and like comments and just, like, I understand this space is a little bit younger. And to be honest with you, I get the vibe from a lot of people in the communities out there that, I mean, I hate to say it, they're probably still living with their parents and don't have bills and stuff. And, you know, they're like ridiculing people for like um, helping out with ecosystems and I guess getting paid and all this type of stuff. And I'm like, I think to myself, well, man, shit, man, like, have you had to fill up your gas tank recently or anything? Or like, you know, it, a lot of this, I, cause I put a lot of time in all the space guys put a lot of time in, you know, we're not sitting there saying we need we need X amount of money to do this stuff, but it's it's a lot of time. You know, I mean, my wife gets on me sometimes. She's real cool with me in crypto, but like, you know, we're all spending so many hours away from doing things. It's like, man, you're ripping on people. You don't know what they're going through in life. They might have a shitload of bills, kids. Like, you know, I just it's it, it gets a little bit of a weird vibe in times. Like people, <clears throat> they get mad that people are selling their tokens or like maybe a team that ha has worked two, three years on building a technology. And now that, you know, now they're selling some of their tokens because they, they, I mean, it's their tokens and they're getting ridiculed because they sold their tokens. Like I just, it just comes off as like kind of weird because, you know, like when you work a nine to five job, right. And, um, you know, it's like, does, does my job or people say, Hey, like, what are you doing with your paycheck? Like, no, it's not your business. And nor like, I get this vibe too. Uh, people <clears throat> like, like say, say I worked for secret network. Right. And, and I wasn't paid to like the tweet or anything, but I was just, I was paying and, and I like the I like it. Like I, I enjoy the environment. It's like my workplace. And I talk positive about it. Like some people get like upset. They're like, they're only, they're only doing that because they're getting paid. To, you know, it's like, dude, like my job in real life. Like if I say something positive about it, what's the difference? It's like, I, I like my real life job. So I, I recommend it. I've had jobs where, <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's yeah. like something interesting because, like, here in blockchain, right? Um, you sort of it's, it's something that you touched on, where you know you have you know these blockchain projects and you have people that are working on them, and you know a lot of the time they're paid in tokens. Um, that's you know big part of the compensation. Um, so you know it, it's not only that you can see you know when somebody is selling tokens, but you can also see like their salaries and you can see you know, how much they're getting and, you know, whether they sold or not. Um, and that's like really private information, right? It's like something that um, while, you know, I don't think like anybody is hiding anything where there's like nothing, you know, nefarious gone, but it's just something that, you know, you wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable, you know, sharing with the entire world. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think, um, privacy is definitely something that that's necessary. And by the way, we've actually seen, um, projects from different ecosystems in the cosmos space, uh, use secret for payments, like for their team members, um, in like the, you know, uh, in the wraps token, 
which is a privacy coin. So they, they send the salaries through that, um, which is a great idea, I think. Um, and I think it'll be something that will become the standard. Because, um, you know, once, you know, you, like you have, you know, every, you know, every project here has like, you know, a strong community um, and a lot of people, you know, that, uh, like that, that are support, that's uh, are very supportive and very passionate. And, you know, I can sort of understand, you know, where people are coming from if they see, you know, a figurehead of a project, like selling some tokens or something like, you know, I don't know if Elon Musk, you know, dumped on, you know, Tesla or something, you know, a reasonable amount, it doesn't matter. Um, then, you know, I definitely expect some sort of outcry or something. But as you said, like, you don't know exactly what, you know, everybody has going on in their lives. Um, and in general, like, I think, you know, the la this, these last couple of months, um, you know, for, for anybody who hasn't been here, you know, 2018, 2017, um, is, you know, another reminder that, you know, at the end of the day, this, like, you know, it's easy to treat crypto like, you know, play money and like, you know, numbers on, you know, MetaMask or something. I think you're getting kind of robbed right Or, now. you know, just about, you know, holding the tokens and, you know, and memeing and, you know, all this, all that. It's about real lives and real people here. And, you know, it's something that, you know, I think we, you know, across crypto sort of need to keep in mind, right? Uh, where it's not this, you know, we're not a religion, you know. Uh, we're a community, but you know these are you know real people behind the scenes, and it's something that we all need to remember. I think. Yeah, you, you're cutting in and out a little bit. I mean, I got, I think I got most of that. But yeah, the point is, is that I mean, shit, right? I mean, Luna went to zero basically, and if someone, was, some team was had a project on Luna and they didn't sell any of it, then they just devoted, you know, thousand, probably a thousand plus hours to do all that. And then they just lost everything. And, and that's like, I mean, you're at the end of the day, right? All money really is, is time. It's a symbolization of time. That's all it is. Like, if you think about it, it's all it is. Like, you, in order to make, you know, like, if you work a nine to five job, and you bring in whatever at the end of the week, you had to devote so much of your time for that money. And if you're working a job and you have to go commute to the job, right, it might be an hour drive there, an hour back, then you work an eight hour day. So really, that's 10 hours of your day. There's only 24 in a day and you need to sleep. So you're spending like essentially more than half your day working. So you have to spend all that time to make that money. It's your money, really. And you could do whatever you want with it. You know, it's really no one's business. And it's it's a little bit troublesome in this space because. It, what's good about the space and what's bad about the space is like people can just make a, a big, big, a lot of noise and ruckus and, and, and basically just like stalk people and be so like toxic and stuff. And, um, you know, and it seems like it really doesn't happen until, you know, the, the going gets tough. And it's unfortunate. It really is unfortunate. No one here in this space wants anyone to lose money. No one wanted Luna to go to zero. I lost a lot of money during it. Like I didn't want any, I didn't want anyone to lose any money. I, I really want everyone in this space to succeed but i i just think it's no one's business you know and then like you have people out there they're just misinformed or just they don't understand economics or something because you know a, a person will sell like x amount of tokens or, or or whatever and it's like that is like a drop of a dime in the in in this huge ocean of of funds maybe the price went down 20 cents or something out of whatever it's worth like it, it, it it's just like 
people want to find a reason for everything, like why the market's like this, but they don't ever really talk about external factors in the real world that happen, you know, wars and policies and inflation. They want to blame like people in this space and it's just not sustainable. We're, we should all try to be in it together. And um, I mean, yeah, the, the teams maybe like, you know, they show their overall, like when they're, when they can release, like if it's in, if it's in the white paper, like, Hey, they have their tokens locked up after, 12 months or 24 months or whatever it's decided after that like it it is what it is like i just look at it like it's their money that they were they spent all this time i mean i know people that built helped build juno and they didn't make anything the whole time because that's the whole premise of cosmos right like we really don't have a lot of vc money so like i mean people have to eat they gotta put food on the table like they gotta make a living i mean it'd be so noble if every person in this space can do everything for free and then have everything paid for in real life but dude like i don't know i feel like a lot of the people that like throw a fu- throw a fuss in this space they have to be living with their parents or something because man like it is expensive in the real world like it is expensive shit like i my wife has an suv and i, I just filled it up the other day and like i had to shut it off because it was just annoying seeing how high the price was of the gasoline i'm like dude like this is ridiculous you know, it's like, you know, I mean, like, it'd be nice if I didn't have to pay for gasoline or, or I didn't have an um, electric bill or water bill or, you know, if people have mortgages or rents. And it's just crazy. I like I don't understand this whole like notion of ridiculing people for for um like, I guess, either making money or se- or selling crypto. Like, I just I, I can't comprehend it at all. Like, I feel bad for people right now. Like, I they're just getting attacked. Like, I've seen like Wolf's been attacked a bunch of times, like and different influencers have been attacked like it's just nuts to me man it's like i just don't get it it's really hey isaac so so what are your favorite um you know applications that people are building on secret um damn there are a ton of them um yeah I, like first of all uh just wanted to say to Haas, like i agree 100 percent with everything uh especially the gas prices <laughs> man it's crazy uh but everything is like everything is crazy now um but yeah, um, applications on secret, like I love everything, um, uh, cause everything is like every, anything you do on secret is, has some sort of innovation in it. Um, and that's like, you know, that, that's part of the challenge of developing on secret. You know, you can't really sort of copy paste things that, you know, other, other, you know, that you've seen other in other places. Um, so anything that you do on secret is, you know, is new and innovative and, you know, whether it be, you know, uh, the secret NFTs or, you know, like DeFi with privacy, uh, like private lending, I think, and, you know, uh, being able to, uh, take, you know, positions with privacy. I think that's super, super cool. Um, but yeah, like, you know, there, there are tons of applications in development. Now there are like some gaming applications that I think are going to be super cool and something that, um, we haven't seen yet being developed. I think it's like huge opportunity on secret where, um, something that people don't necessarily realize when you're talking about privacy is that privacy doesn't only mean, you know, being able to. I don't know, store sensitive data, you know, I don't know, uh, user, uh, I don't know, SSNs or something. Um, but it also has, you know, other functionalities like, you know, you can have random numbers inside of contracts where, you know, before you sort of had to, you know, hack it somehow, you know, having some sort of Oracle or something like that, that, you know, 
uh, generates a random number somewhere. But with secret, you can sort of do it inside a contract and you can do, you know, you can have, uh, you know, all kinds of games with, you know, partial information. So you can have, you know, uh, poker on chain or, you know, blackjack or, you know, roulette or, you know, whatever have you. Um, I think that's, you know, something that is super, super cool and definitely has, you know, potential to uh, provide a lot of new use cases and things that, you know, really haven't sort of taken off on blockchain where I really would expect them to. Um, but yeah, I mean, like there are tons of stuff happening. Like there are people working on, uh, you know, all kinds of, uh, whether it be like social networks with privacy and, you know, there are, uh, wallets being worked on that have, you know, privacy features built in, um, yeah, I don't know, ton, a ton of stuff. I mean, it's super exciting out there right now. And yeah, I would recommend, you know, if you have an idea for a blockchain application, you know, uh, come build it on secret. And, you know, even if you aren't thinking about, you know, if, even if you haven't thought about, you know, the privacy aspect, I think, you know, in a lot of the cases, like, you know, I've talked to a lot of developers and um, for the most part, like, I think like, you know, maybe... 80% of like, you know, projects and developers that I've talked to um, have been able to, to sort of, you know, once they start thinking about what they can do with privacy, they've, you know, um, they're really seeing like new features and things that they haven't thought of. And uh, the cool thing is that, you know, it's like really important to realize that, you know, Secret is the first and I think for the most part, still really the only, you know, layer one blockchain with privacy that anybody can build anything on and run it and it's permissionless and you know it's really a playground for what you can do with privacy in blockchain so yeah a lot of cool stuff happening there yeah it's a, that's awesome so like data has always been king, uh king it's like the hottest commodity on planet earth and um one of the projects that really fascinates me is that that's building is jackal like i really think that could be really big because it's so applicable to literally every business to just be able to have end-to-end end-to-end encryption with their data and basically that no one even can see it like every single file that you upload on the on is is essentially encrypted has its own private key which is so cool and like it gives functionalities for like like a business that has a website like you can share certain things with the people that you grant permission to based off their private key and it's just it's really cool to see that and data's always been so valuable it's the most valuable thing i mean you could i mean we see it right now I mean, they do like Google and all that, you know, they just take our data and they just make so much money with, with our data and they sell our data. And it's, it's going to be fascinating to see the, the, you know, basically an evolution of, of now we can start to get back our rights in our data. And if they want our data, they need to pay us what, what, you know, for our data. And there's just so many things that crypto is going to do. And more specifically, you know, secret can do with data. And I'm really, really looking forward to that. Um, next, like, a couple of years, you know, I, want, I just can't wait to see what all this kind of looks like in like two to three years. And it's not that far away with all these different things that we can do to basically make everything better. And that's why I love crypto. I, I, I say this all the time. I really feel it in my, my soul that this is like the last chance for humanity to just right so many wrongs, like in every aspect of life. I think this can better everything. So you know, getting back our rights and our data and just being able to, you know, like I like Altermel too. Like I like the whole premise of what they're doing. Like there's so many things on secret 
that's really cool and uh I can't wait to see it keep improving and getting better and better over over the next like two two to three years, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. I mean, you know, it, it's crazy how fast things move. Like two years ago, we weren't, you know, Cosmos was barely, you know, getting off its feet, and you know, Secret was, uh, you know, in its diapers, and you know, look where we are now. And yeah, like I think two three years from now, things are going to be so much different and you know so much cooler and they'll be you know uh you know we'll really see you know all these solutions mature and yeah like jackal and ultra mail are both really really cool and i can't wait you know can't wait to see uh jackal you know uh sort of finally coming into its own and uh being released so yeah man uh, really really cool stuff nice so we have a um on stash you can collect a cosmos space badge it's pretty cool it's free uh you you just have to type in cosmos potluck i need to learn how to pin like it's funny i am such a boomer with my phone like i just refuse to like try to pin stuff while we're doing these but i'm not hosting I so maybe i could do it well you're like out i got about, you like in berries and shit i'm not trying to make you like no no you're you're, <laughs> you're good bro you're dude I'm, I'm enjoying it i'm enjoying the conversation taking blueberries here um, and I did pin it to the top of the space. It's, a, it's the very first um, pin tweet up here. Um, and all you got to do is you got to go into that link and then you got to just type in Cosmos potluck, all in uppercase letters, and you can claim your badge. Yeah, man, it's awesome. I just can't wait to like we're talking about NFTs. I really feel like this next run, whenever that's going to be, it might be in two to three years. You know, I don't know when the next run's going to be. I, I believe that we're going to have another run like within the next two to three years. I could be wrong. It'd be longer. It all depends on a lot of external factors, in my opinion. But I think we're just so primed right now. And I really firmly believe, and none of this is financial advice, but I think in the, in the near future, people are going to be like, man, you guys got so lucky. You could have just picked any of these chains and invested in them and did well and all this stuff. Well, they don't understand all the crap that we had to deal with and all the, all the shit we had to eat, so to speak, uh, to get to this point. But yeah, I think all this is so primed. And, and uh, yeah, like you're saying, every, like most of these chains aren't even a year old yet. So, I mean, it takes time. Like, I mean, even... You can look at Ethereum, Bitcoin, all, all the ones that are doing, you know, what they're doing. They're old, you know, they're older. So they're more, they've been around the block longer, but they really weren't anything after a year either. You know, it's so like everything, even secrets new, like it's just, a, it's just a young, young ecosystem and everything's connected and it's, you know, it's all connected. So like, it's, it's in my opinion, like I always say this in the future, if crypto is going to be what it can be and like the best version of it, IBC has to be right there in the thick of all of it because we're the only ones, in my opinion, are building all the, like the the foundation for the, all these different communications and connectivity and all that. So I'm just I can't wait, man. I like I just can't wait to see what it's going to look like. I just I see it like, and we all see it. I mean, we're in this space so long; it's so hard to keep up with everything that's going on. There's so much coming over, and this bear market is bringing over so many teams. And so much innovation, and it's it's common. I know teams that are coming from, you know, we've already had DYDX come over from Ethereum. There's word about a couple teams that are kind of come over from Solana and build some things. Like it's, I can't wait. That's all I can say is I just can't wait. Yeah, yeah. I think like you know now, especially with the bear market, you know, you finally have you know these teams, you know, very talented people that are you know, sort of being able to hunker down and, you know, sort of build, you know, build things that are more long-term, you know, and are less, less of, you know, trying to board a hype train. 
because you know at the end of the day you know all these bull markets are a lot of you know build a lot around you know something specific whether it be you know DeFi summer or nfts or you know metaverse or whatever the latest buzzword is but now you know you have teams that are sort of able to you know take a step back you know do things you know that are a bit you know longer term and you know i can't wait to see you know in a couple of years what's going to come out the other end i think it's going to be you know really really interesting it would be nice if the the next the next uh cycle was all about all about interoperability <laughs> that would be kind of nice like hey the theme is this uh run is going to be all about connectivity interoperability and how uh the, the people that laid all the foundation and, and uh infrastructure that's who we, we believe in so like they just everyone just flocks over <laughs> that would be kind of nice but now I do think we're kind of not price wise, but I do really think that we're in like a super cycle. And I just mean a super cycle and, and, and more adoption, like mass adoption. And because there's so many different things that are coming out, whether it's gaming, right? Like there's a lot of things, a lot of people are working on things to, for gaming and making it so like basically you can game and really not even know that you're using uh, crypto for like 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 in-house currencies and and, um, and stuff like that uh, nfts they're just keep evolving and getting better uh, music like there's a lot of things like i think that once once crypto nails all these different facets of what at the end of the day you have to think about it like what does uh people what do they invest their free time in like these are the things that they do really it's it's basically communications whether it's facebook or whatever twitter uh, music everyone loves music i don't think there could be a person on the planet that doesn't like some form of music um gaming for younger people but even older people like the game and mess around whatever type of game whether it's a simplistic game or something they kill time basically and uh you know like we just need to make all those types of things where um you know, people can use this and it's easy for them and they don't have to sit here like all of us and, you know, spend thousands of hours of our life learning how all these different technologies work, these wallets work, how this works and that works. Like we just need to make it like where it just works and people, you know, just like right now you go on a website, you don't care how that website connects to another one or you know, it's there's so much friction, and and um, I forget who just was on my space, but they used a really good analogy. It'd be like you go into, um, you know, Starbucks, and you can use your your Android, but if you go in there with an Apple, it doesn't work. And like that's kind of like what the space is right now in general, like the whole whole realm of things. It's like, oh, you can't you can't do this. You need this wallet. You can't do that. You need that wallet. Uh, you need this. Like there's just so many like. Um, so much turbulence and so much friction to just have like a smooth, I always say customer experience, like a smooth customer experience. And I don't know, maybe that takes another two to three years where it's just like super smooth for everyone. Like you can just do one click transactions and uh, it's just a lot of, it's just a better experience. Like it just, this whole, this whole space, including Cosmos needs it. And it's crazy because I do think that Cosmos does have the best experience right now, but it's just that it drastically needs to improve like fast for that mass adoption type thing to happen. And I'm hoping it's only two to three years when everything's kind of just nice and smooth. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, I think it's coming, right? Because if you look at, you know, how things are today, I think they're vastly easier than they were a couple of years ago. Um, I mean, like, for example, you know, in the when we did the uh, Kilroy was here, Mint, you know, the uh, Kevin Smith movie NFT, one of the things we wanted to do was to be able to give people that aren't in the, you know, that 
aren't in the ecosystem, you know, an easier way to do things. So you know, we integrated a uh, a button that allows you to use uh, crypto.com, you know, the app to pay for an NFT and it mints and does everything for you. Um, and that was like super easy to do where, you know, a couple of years ago, you really didn't have any sort of option like that. Um, and I think it'll take, you know, a bit more before, you know, wallets are, you know, that much easier to use. And, you know, maybe there's, you know, a more ubiquitous solution where you don't have to sort of learn new software and um, learn new things every time you want to do something a bit differently. Um, but I think that's why, you know, interconnectivity is so important. And like, while I don't think that necessarily the, you know, uh, all the interconnects are going to be the next big thing, like are, that are going to drive like the next bull market, I think they're going to be at the heart of it, right? Because if you think about, you know, how things work today, right? I, I would like to, you know, an analogy I like to use is, you know, you have all these different blockchains. That's, you know, sort of like, you know, all these different markets. So you have, you know, Ethereum, let's say Ethereum is like, you know, North America or something. And you have, I don't know, Bitcoin is like, I don't know, the EU or whatever, you know, don't, don't hold me on that. Um, but, you know, what's the big thing that, you know, that these markets want? They want to trade with each other. They want to access, you know, access, you know, uh, commodities and access liquidity and be able to interconnect, you know, in an easy way. And I think we've seen that, you know, with all these bridges that have popped up these past, you know, past couple of years. But I think everybody, you know, everybody that's following the space, even slightly, and probably people that aren't also are aware that, you know, these sort of DIY bridges are probably not an ideal solution. Um, and I think that's why solutions like IBC are going to be at the heart of like the next big, uh, next big run, whatever it is. Um, I think everybody's going to be wanting to access applications and solutions and liquidity from all these other chains. I think that's why we're seeing a lot of uh, development, even outside the Cosmos ecosystem that is looking to support IBC. Um, so yeah, I think like once there's um, uh, like a, a bridge between IBC and EVM, I think that's going to be, you know, take things to the next level. Yeah, I hundred percent agree with that because it's just no, there's no sense. Like I always say this, but I really feel it. Like just doing all the studying and just knowing how like economics and math and and the economy and just like everything, like it would make no sense for all these different blockchains to not want it to to connect to IBC because it's not like it's a. Um, like a, a competition it's just improving it's just basically i just look at it like infrastructure you know you can have this cool like skyscraper right but like you need you need the roads and you need the the you know you need all that stuff you need all of it the infrastructure for people to go visit your cool uh skyscraper like what's the point of having a skyscraper if no one can get to it the only people that can get to it are the ones that are already there and then the ones that are already there they can't leave it they can't they can't go out of it you know it's like um, so yeah, I think everything is going to come to play. I, I, I just kind of like looking at the cycles and how long it kind of takes and just at, using the average time, even just for just a blockchain per se, it seems like for the most part, it's like two to three years, like they start and then two to three years from then they kind of are getting to where they're, you know, that what they can be. And I kind of think that's what I think this cycle is kind of, and I think it's more of like a two to three years. Now I'm not saying in two to three years, like everyone's bags are going to pump, but I just think like crypto as like a customer experience and adoption where people are just using it, uh, it's going to be there. You're going to have, you know, 
you're going to have mobile um, like app stores and just like everything that is going to kind of connect over to, to crypto and people are technically, you know, they don't even need to know they're using crypto. They're going to still be able to use their debit card to, to purchase, you know, that game or that currency that's using that game. But really um, they still have the access if they wanted to swap that uh, currency, they could probably like connect over to like osmosis or, or that they'll just have like a one click transaction. They could swap it to whatever, you know, currencies that are within, in that like ecosystem or whatever like there's going to be so many things like that that are going to bring people over just for curiosity purposes they're going to be like okay well now what can i do with that currency and you know there's just there's so much to it. I, I like i said i i think it's another like two to three years like three years from now like we're going to all look back and be like we're, we're going to be like those older people you talk to like when i was a kid you know we're going to say that same shit it's going to be like well i remember when when i had to have 17 wallets to do this and then i had to remember all my seed phrases and i had to write all of them down and you know like and, and then my ledger every single update like it didn't work and like we're going to remember all that stuff but it's just going to improve i mean you look at all technology it just always improves i mean you look at televisions from day one to what they are now and i see no difference with with crypto it's just going to keep improving proving and we're just we are early it's just like super super early so like i said i'm really looking forward to that like this whole little journey over the next couple of years is going to be fun in my opinion yeah yeah i mean i i like i i think um the next couple of years are going to be super fun um not financial advice but like personally i think that maybe this cycle is going to be a bit different because i think mean, you know it lately um i mean since the previous cycle anyway we've seen that now crypto is a bit more correlated with uh you know the general stock market and like you know the world economy so to speak um so i think like maybe the this crypto cycle will be a bit differently depending on you know how the world economy fares um but i think you know from a tech standpoint you know it definitely you know, now's the time where things are finally becoming, you know, more accessible. And um, like, I think, you know, the debit cards that, you know, all the different exchanges and stuff that they had is something that's super, super cool. And it's like a first baby step. But I was like super excited to see, you know, finally being, you know, putting crypto in, you know, in, in everybody's hands and being able to go to the store with it. Um, and, and yeah, I think all that will, you know, only you know sort of exponentially increase where you know both usability of crypto itself you know the technology and you know being it being easier to use and like one super cool thing for example um that citadel one is doing they're you know they want to have you know their uh their app is like a one click you know one stop shop for you know applications in general so you won't have to you know uh you'll be able to you know one click and you know use i don't know uh, osmosis or you know uh secret swap or you know any other uh any other decentralized exchange out there and you won't have to be aware of that as a user you won't have to know how to use osmosis or you know how to use ibc you'll just have one button saying you know i want to uh use this application i'll do it for you i think you know that's something that we're going to see more and more where you know making these innovative financial applications and you know all other applications um easily accessible and yeah i think you know 
in the next couple of years, ma'am. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, I'll be able to finally teach, you know, my parents how to use crypto, man. That's, <laughs> that's something I'm both looking forward to and not so looking forward to. But I mean, that's going to be, you know, one of the signs that uh, crypto has reached mainstream. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're slowly seeing it. People can start getting paid from their actual nine to five jobs and, and crypto and uh, with, you know, Bitcoin. And um, you, you're starting to see more of a transition to it's just being more acceptable to the overall people. You know, I'm not saying everyone's going to be like, hey, I want to start getting paid in Bitcoin. But the fact that that's even a, a, an option is is bullish for, for crypto in, in this space. And yeah, I mean, I'm just excited for all of it, man. I, I really think that uh, we're on to something in the next couple of years here. And I mean, it's just a fact like technology and, um, you know, applications, they just get it's just a network effect, you know, like they just start getting them. I, I'm old enough to see all like a lot of these different trends in, in, in technology. And I remember when I was in college. Uh, one, I went to school in New England, so like our one of our colleges was like the first colleges ever to have. It was called the Facebook, and we were the basically the early test. We're, we're the test lab rats, so to speak, and you really couldn't even do anything on Facebook. It, you could just poke people, and 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 it was just for college kids, and uh, you know, like just to see that and to think about how many people were on it in college it just you know i don't remember how many four or five different colleges had access to it at the time and then from that to just like i mean there's billions of people on it now and um same thing with crypto you know just it's slowly but surely just just circulating throughout the globe i mean it's changing people's lives you know it's giving opportunities to people to be able to save finances and actually do things and and start saving a currency that they can actually see how much it's worth and you know, um, so that's doing that. I mean, I've seen people through crypto be able to build like water systems and have actually clean drinking water in their towns for the first time in their life. And, you know, it, it is changing the world, you know, and I, I really say like, I think this is like the last chance because there's really no other options out there. I, I just try to think of like the other the other side of it, like, OK, well, if crypto doesn't work, like how are we going to make it more fair for everyone and, and actually give opportunities to to every person on the planet that wants the opportunity and i just don't see it so it's like crypto in my opinion just kind of has to work because it's like what i mean we're all kind of screwed at that point if it doesn't because you can just see the trends and the inflation and just the the just the chaos that's like all over the all over the planet and we need some sort of bailout and i think this is the only kind of reset so to speak and um we just got to keep working at it because I, I do believe it where we are slowly but surely changing the world. I mean, I don't know. I think some people, I call them dinosaurs, the ones that are kind of all in power. They, for the most part, they are kind of dinosaurs and, you know, they want to hold on forever. But, you know, eventually dinosaurs pass away and go extinct. So, you know, I'm just hoping everyone just keeps keeps keeping the faith and keeps building and just trying to change the world, really. Yeah, man. Like, uh, I think, you know, crypto is like, you know, for the most part, it's like, you know, this level playing field where, you know, you can build anything and anybody can use anything. Um, and, you know, especially in places, you know, there are places, you know, that up until now didn't have this opportunity, right? You know, where countries, you know, where you have, you know, people in power that don't have the best interests of their people at heart, which is actually basically everywhere. But I mean, you know, some places feel it more so than others. Um, 
I think like crypto is, you know, something that is really changing the world in that regard. Um, and, and yeah, like, you know, we really have to keep on building and making sure that, you know, we keep, uh, you know, advancing and keep, you know, building more innovation, you know, giving people, you know, more tools um, to to innovate. And, you know, that's that's what really, really what we're trying to do, you know, at Secret is create an infrastructure and create an ecosystem where people can, you know, create these, you know, amazing uh amazing tools that change people's lives um so yeah i mean that that's that's the vision at the end of the day man it's awesome man so when i think you may have said this earlier when did and another thing i was going to add too is we're going to start having this crazy innovation and and like just so many things in the future that we're going to see because you know you have kids that are in high school right now and um, maybe some of them right now are thinking about crypto. Like they're like, I can't wait to to, to learn more about how to build and, and, and social network with all these people and build something on crypto. But it's going to come to the point where, you know, you're going to have these brilliant, intelligent uh, young kids. They're going to drop out of school and college and all that because they're going to build like the next Facebook on uh, in Web3, you know, or like whatever, whatever it's going to be. And it's going to come to a point really soon with that. So now we're just going to be that's what I mean about like the super cycle you know everyone recently you know they're going to school thinking about working for google or amazon and all that and i mean that's that's a good goal it's not like it's not, that's still going to be a lot of people's goals but it's going to start to get to the goal i'm thinking what are like i want to build you know i want to build this amazing application in web3 or this economy or my own um, blockchain and you know and, and it's going to happen and, and some of the kids that are you know probably in school they got the finances from their parents you know so they could probably afford to just drop out of school and, and do something like that. But uh, I think that too, but like for you personally, uh, did you start with secret right away when you started your journey in blockchain? Um, no, actually um, I started out um, doing a, you know, we were pretty early. We were like doing a startup, which was um, an MPC wallet. Um, and that was, I think it was like 2018 or something. Um, and one second. Oh, sorry, I have some background noise here. Uh, let me shut this off. Actually, I'll just move the room. Anyway, yeah, so that was like 2018. Um, and when I started out, I like sort of didn't realize, you know, the like what was so amazing about blockchain in general and you know from a perspective of a developer i mean you know people that aren't in blockchain this is something that they don't realize where you know if you look at the evolution of technology um first you know at first there were you know to to you know have an application or you know do anything you had to have like this server in your basement or something and you know run the physical hardware um that was pretty hard and it sucked um, so people came along and said, hey, you know, let's do cloud computing. Let's, you know, give resources, you know, as a service. Um, anybody who sort of, you know, built an application knows that using, you know, current technology is rather difficult. I mean, building an app that can, you know, serve, you know, uh, hundreds of thousands of users is like really hard and it's really expensive, even though, you know, cloud computing and all that stuff makes life easier for you. It doesn't necessarily, you know, solve all your problems. Um, but blockchain really takes that 
to even a higher level where, you know, all you have to do is write, you know, the core, you know, the core part, you know, of your business logic of your application and wrap that, you know, in a front end and tie together some, some strings. And you have this scalable application that can sort of, you know, scale, you know, to whatever the blockchain you're running on can scale, which can be, you know, hundreds of thousands of users. And the, you know, anybody who uses your application pays for the resources that they use. So, you know, you don't have that scaling cost as a developer. And what that means is that, you know, you can, you know, create these amazing applications, these billion dollar applications, and you can be, you know, just a couple of, you know, college kids that, you know, just wanted to build something cool. And, you know, for example, Uniswap, right, which is, you know, uh, crazy huge right now. If you look at Uniswap V1, it's about 500 lines of code. That's it. Like, that's Uniswap. That, that's what it was. Um, and that turned into this, you know, billion dollar application where, you know, this is unheard of. Like, you know, you look at, you know, all these other, you know, big, you know, big companies these days, which are, you know, thousands and tens of thousands of people, you know, just to create that same amount of value that, you know, uh, a few college kids can, you know, spin up in a few days. And that's the real power of blockchain. That's why, you know, when people ask me these days, you know, even with the crypto markets being what they are, um, when they ask me, you know, what, you know, um, what should I go into? Should I go into, you know, I want to, you know, should I look into uh, building a startup in cybersecurity or, you know, should I do something else? I say, you know, crypto, 100% crypto, man. You can, you know, go from start to finish in like, you know, six months. You can figure out, you know, whether your project, you can go from, you know, from an idea to, you know, an actual deployment, an actual application in a few months. And, you know, it's crazy. It's, it's really, you know, what's fueling this, you know, growth and, you know, the continued growth that we're going to see, man. It, it's really, you know, it's something that you don't, you don't see from the outside. And that's why it's hard to explain um, to people that sort of don't realize it. Um, but yeah, like, I think, you know, if you look right now, there are so many talented people um, and, you know, we're just going to... Oh, I think you're getting rugged a little bit. The last thing I heard, I don't know maybe if this is me, but you said about talented people and then you just kind of went silent there. I think you got rubbed by Twitter. Too much positivity. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, I had to cut out. Yeah, it's like whenever you get a chance. But no, it's just so true. Like, I just look at it, that the type of growth and that competitiveness is like like an athlete's perspective of you just like to see that continuous like uncertainty but you know you're putting in all this hard work and you can actually see results over time and then you just keep challenging yourself for more and better and uh and like this space for, as a developer i'm not a developer but I, I understand like the grind and just like the your mindset it's all about a mindset and you just like see that that challenge and you can conquer that and, and you don't know the future, but you think that you can be changing the world basically. So like, I feel, feel it, I feel it, man. So it's just like, I, we're going to get to the point. Like, we're, like I was saying that like legit people are going to be, I mean, shit, like kids are so smart now because they were born with an iPad in their face from birth. Basically. I mean, you could probably start seeing kids, some kids having a hangout, 
over a week or whatever in the summertime when they're out, out of school and they can probably build something really cool nowadays. You know, it's like, it, I mean, there's phenoms out there. So I, I really think that's going to happen. Like this evolution of like the super cycle of crypto is going to happen. There's going to be so many things that are going to be built in the future and it's going to happen real soon. And you're going to have people that are in college or, or they're at Stanford or MIT or whatever. And they're like, look, man, like I'm dropping out of school. I'm just going to do this. Or they'll maybe be able to do both. You know, I don't know. But um, there's going to be crazy, crazy innovation. Now that we have all these different opportunities and different languages and just different um, things that are out there, you know, it, it can just there's there's all the tea out there for everyone to just do whatever they want to do. And it's like an open playground right now. And um, especially with the, like, the permissionless, you know, they could just use that as a launch pad. Maybe you don't have money, but you can just launch like a cool application on Juno or whatever. And then, you know, you get to be at a certain point or you have another idea, you can spin up your own chain or whatever you want to do. Like there's so much, there's so much flexibility in IBC as a developer standpoint that like the innovation is going to happen here. I mean, like you don't want to be rent seeking, right? Like you don't, you don't want to have to go over to DOT or, or go over to like Ethereum and, and, and have to have like all this, all this USD value just to kind of have skin in the game and be able to afford to do all that type of stuff. You're going to want to just, you know, open source technology on Cosmos. Like you, you could legit just spin up your own chain or just hop on like Juno and build like this application that could be really cool and badass, you know, because it's permissionless, it's open source. So there's this, it's going to happen. Like people are just kind of sleeping on all this and it's going to happen. Like it's, I don't see a lot of innovation for the, the kids right now that are going to be in school and don't have that much finances, but they're just brilliant. Like why would they want that? You know, to go through all that hoopla and try to get VCs to give them permission and all that. Like, they don't want to do that shit. They just want to build something real cool with their buddies. Like, maybe it's maybe it doesn't do anything, but they're gonna they're gonna try. You know, um, it's gonna happen. It's gonna like I said, like two to three years, it's gonna happen. Like, this is this, all we're building all the infrastructure and the, all the legwork now, and it's just gonna give like this huge open playground to everyone all over the planet. And it's not, it doesn't even have to be someone from America. It could just, now it's going to, it could be someone from, you know, like a third world country or something. They're just building because they have, they, they were able to save up and get a laptop or whatever. Like they could just figure it out. So it's going to happen. It's like, I don't know if you're back now, but you were getting rugged real hard. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm, I can, you guys can hear me now, right? Yeah. You sound good now. You were just saying about like, I forget the exact thing I was saying. I was just trying to kill time when you got back on, but, um, it was it was real good it was good good mojo that's all I know real good job, uh, vibes there yeah yeah I mean Twitter spaces on Android man uh, I I'm used to dropping out occasionally and you know it's it, it it is what it is I mean they'll get there I mean you know Twitter is you know a small startup and they can't really afford to you know create good solutions that work you know both on iPhones and on Android so. You know, it is what it is. They'll get there. Yeah, maybe they'll maybe they'll have Welcome enough. Back, yeah, maybe they'll have enough financial wherewithal that I can just use my PC and my Blue Yeti and just kind of chill back on my my chair instead of having to hold a phone next to my mouth the whole time too. Maybe, maybe. I, I'll, we could try to see if they can get some funding for that too. <laughs> yeah, man. Actually, I wanted to like this was the thing that I wanted to ask you about because I have like a cool setup and I'd rather sit at my computer and you know have a good quality mic, but. I guess there's no good way to do it. I mean, maybe one day, maybe, maybe after Elon buys Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
I will give them a little credit that the um, the rugging has been a little bit better with the quality. Like it hasn't my from my experiences over the last I don't know month or so. It seems like the the rugging hasn't been as bad. There was such a stretch where anyone that was a speaker could not hear one another. It was so annoying. It was like every every show, you know, Gaines would start talking and you guys could hear him that weren't speakers like in the audience. But then, like, I couldn't hear anything he's saying or vice versa. It was just <laughs> complete annoyance. The good old times, Haas. <laughs> the good old times. Yeah, man. Hey, but, like I said, we're, we'll get to that point. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, let's just uh, remind the people again one more time that the that the badges are, are actually live right now. So if you click the pin tweet up here on the top of the space and then you enter the secret word cosmos potluck all in all in caps you can claim your badge and just just so you know i mean we haven't decided as a team but maybe one day if we ever get the wherewithal to maybe host a party or something like we can you know you could be vips you know hey you were at their space back in the day and yeah that's what's cool about the the private metadata like that's an option you know like we we can do stuff like that in the future so you know like just this for spending your time and your day with us just you know, listening and in. I don't know if you have a lot of time. If if anyone had maybe some questions, they wanted to raise their hand and come up and ask a few questions about whatever, or just you know, comments. You could do that. I you can raise I, your hands. Come I up. I got a quick question for. I got a quick question for Isaac. Um, I'm, I'm getting ready to go driving again, but um, uh, are you guys working on a like specific uh, wallet, uh, similar to Kepler, but just like you know, cater to like the secret network and all the applications? Um, yeah, yeah. So like we as, you know, secret labs are not working on, you know, any specific wallet where, you know, we, you know, we were focusing on like the, you know, core tech of the network. Um, but there are, you know, we, we are supporting teams in the ecosystem that are doing stuff. Um, cause like we're, we're big, you know, we're really big on, um, allowing, you know, users to easily interact with the solutions that people are creating on blockchains and you know wallets are a big part of that and you know that's why you know i think we were i want to say the first if not like one of the like one of the first two chains to um support kepler way back in the day um and you know something that i'm really excited about that should be coming pretty soon is um a wallet called uh starshell where that's going to be you know, a wallet, you can check them out. They, you know, they have some uh, some teasers out there of how things are going to look. It's going to look really, really good. Um, and they're going to be focusing on, you know, interacting with the blockchain um, and allowing you to do things in a private way. So, you know, there'll be, you know, all kinds of cool features built in, you know, sending uh, tokens privately and all that stuff. Um, but it will also support not only secret network, because, you know, we, we're all about, you know, interoperability as well. So, you know, uh, we want, you know, to have one wallet to rule them all um, and that wallet to, you know, expose as much functionality as possible. So, yeah, keep your eyes out for Starshell. They're going to be super, super cool. Awesome. Yeah, I've been looking at them for, for quite a while. And I think they hit me up and like when they first got and I was just like for feedback and it, it is awesome. Because I do feel bad. Like, I hate my cell phone. Like, I honestly, really, to be honest with you, I use it just for Twitter spaces. Like, that's about the extent. I My wife gets mad at me because I people text me and I, I won't get back to them for like two days. I do kind of feel like a dick. 
But um, I just don't like my phone. Like I just, even if I got a brand new one, I don't want to look at my phone. Like, you're talking about setups, you know, like I invested a lot of money into my setup. So I want to use my computer and just chill out and not stare at a, a cell phone. And I do feel bad because, you know, there are a lot of people all over the place that they, they can't afford that type of setup or maybe they don't even have a computer. So we need to make it better for mobile. And it is unfortunate with like Secret because it's, you know, it's a, in my opinion, it's a, it's a blue chip in IBC. And uh, whether whether you think privacy is one thing or another, that's a, that's a different story for some people. But I, I consider it a blue chip and obviously I always have. And it's unfortunate for like people, you know, secret people out there that maybe they only have a cell phone and they can't use like Kepler fully yet because it's, it doesn't have secret on it. And I don't know like what the what the I, I don't I don't know what the delay is. I mean, I understand like stuff takes time and it costs money to do all that. So I don't I don't know why secret's not on there that it should be in my opinion so I don't yeah know. yeah I, I agree i mean that's you know one of you know our pain points is you know that mobile interaction um and yeah like honestly we we you know we're talking with kepler um and we're hoping that you know they'll add secret even you know basic functionality um but you know something that you know you have to realize when talking about secret is that you know with great functionality uh, comes, you know, great complexity as well. Um, and adding support you know, for secret, will, you know, always requires a little bit more. Um, it's not just, you know, copying and pasting what you're doing on Juno, and, you know, then it works on secret flawlessly. Um, so that, you know, that, that's, you know, a positive because, you know, you can do all these amazing, amazing, amazing things on secret. But on the other hand, that means that integrations are a bit more complex. Um, and, you know, because there's so much happening all the time in Cosmos, um, that does mean that, you know, if I have a product, um, then sometimes, you know, if I have to choose to focus, you know, uh, on different things, then, you know, maybe it'll be easier for me to support, you know, uh, Juno on, and Osmosis because it's, you know, they're basically the same thing. Um, and add secret a little bit later. Um, and, and I like we understand that that that's just fine. Um, that you know sort of comes with the territory. Um, but that's also something that we're working on. Like you know, I definitely uh, would expect that you know we'll have good mobile support. You know, in the next coming months. That's you know something that you know we're uh, we're focusing on. You know, both you know development wise to make things easier to work with, and you know resources as well. So I wanted to learn something today, just just to, so I can say I really learned something, because I'm not a you know as a as a builder, I understand the technology and all that, but like I don't under I, I don't get sometimes like the things that are really under the hood, and I kind of want to ask this question. So I, first off, kudos to the Kepler team. Like it's a very small team, and it's actually fascinating the amount of of uh, things that they've accomplished already. And I understand as a business model wallets in general it's not a lucrative thing and that's why teams don't have a big team for wallets because like you like again you can't you, people need money to like pay their bills and put food on a table so like wallets really aren't lucrative unless i guess now that you're like a metamask because metamask is gigantic and they have a bunch of funding and all that but anyhow on like a technical side what does it take for like kepler to be like maybe this question is more specifically Kepler, but I think you would probably understand it and be able to answer this question. Like, what does it entail for them to be able, like, infrastructurally, 
to be able to enable like, like let's just say like secret right like what it, what did it take them to say okay well we can add secret fully it has all the options all the bells and whistles to our wallet like what does that take for them yeah um so there are like there there are a couple of layers to this um the first layer is um basically the same as what you'd have to do for any other chain so you know add it to the interface to be able to select secret um and you want to have you know the nodes behind the scenes that sort of you know make everything work magically you know you have to have that connection to the blockchain um and that's the same for us as any other chain and if you did that with secret then you'd be able to you know uh, access your secret tokens and you know send them around and do all that and that's like the basic layer and for secret that's really the same as any other chain um but what you really want to do is you want to be able to allow people to interact with uh with applications on secret and what that means is you know since anything you do on secret network is you know by default any interactions with contracts are encrypted then the wallet software also has to be uh, aware of that. Um, and we do have, you know, we, we have a library, you know, a secret JS that allows developers to uh, interact with those contracts. Um, but what that means for Kepler is that they would have to have, you know, add another few lines of code that would handle, you know, if I'm on secret, then, you know, do all the encryption, decryption magic um and you know it, it's it's not trivial to do i wouldn't say you know it's super complex um i mean they've done it like super well for you know the the web version um but there is a bit that goes into it um so yeah i mean you know we we really want that to happen um and it's not super complex and we think you know it'll be uh something that could really you know help you know get more adoption for kepler on mobile and nfts on mobile um and yeah yeah i'm looking forward to uh you know having a secret on kepler so to add to that because uh, i'm just curiosity right now what like when you say nodes like how many nodes does it take per like chain on average and do they need to get more nodes as the as the uh the blockchain expands and keeps getting bigger like i i, I always wanted to know this and i never, actually never asked anyone until right this second so yeah yeah um so it varies from chain to chain um basically you know each node that you run can service you know a set number of requests and that varies from chain to chain um you know uh it, it depends on you know the performance of the chain and you know what they're doing and what hardware they're running on um but essentially you know you need some sort of infrastructure that can scale with the amount of usage that your wallet is seeing um for example i can't speak for other chains but like for us um what we do is we help kepper out uh, we have an infrastructure that is um, mostly community-driven that operates, um, I think it's about, I think right now we're talking about around 15 different nodes uh, that service all, you know, all Kepler operations on secret. Um, so that allows them to support secret, you know, without having that infrastructure cost because, you know, it's it, it's a shared goal for, you know, for both Kepler and, you know, the secret ecosystem to have that kind of support. Um, and I think the last time I checked, um, I think there were a, like, I want to say, I'm going to, I'm going to 
guesstimate and say around 20 to 30 million requests um, like every week or something like that. Um, so, you know, and, and as things, you know, get more complex, you know, the, the infrastructure around that becomes more complex. Um, but I think right now, the general Cosmos ecosystem is at a fairly good place compared to the amount of users. But, you know, if we see that exponential growth that we're talking about, you know, it'll become a more difficult uh, problem to solve. And, you know, we'll have to optimize even more, you know, how things work. And that's going to be a challenge for Kepler. But right now, you know, everybody's doing a pretty good job, I think. Yeah, that's just right there. First of all, I wanted to give you a shout out because you relay your information really good, really well, I should say. A lot of times if I ask a question like that, more text specific, it's really like I understand when people are saying it, but I think even the average person could pretty much understand what you were saying there. And I didn't have to kind of translate it, so to speak. Sometimes I ask, you know, questions like that to other people and it's, it's almost like alien almost. So I, <laughs> it's just, but I think you did a good job on that. I, I'm just curious because I really do see this whole thing getting so big that I was just always curious about that. It's like, okay, well, what's the limits, you know, and, and how much does that cost for like all these nodes? And I just try to think of it like as a, as a business model. And, um, you know, I, like I said, it looks like, like stuff isn't cheap, you know, like I, I mean, I, I built, I know how to build computers and I know like how costly it is just to build a computer. And it's just, you know, it's, uh, I, I, I get really fascinated with stuff like that. Cause you know, I like, I like learning about, that type, that side of the things and the under the hood, so to speak, and seeing like all that things. Cause there's so many people and it really is like community and like an overall movement in Cosmos because people don't understand like what, we, what you were just saying and all that work and just all the different cross chain collaborations and communications between one another. And, um, you know, it, it's really what it's all about. It's, uh, it it, it it actually in a, in, a, in a sense it kind of motivates me because it's cool to see like all the moving parts in this huge puzzle and i know like the space team and myself and we just try to help add or put some of those pieces together and do some of the dirty work that you know the developers and the teams that are just trying to build the technology and they, they don't have all the extra time to do all the other stuff because it, it is costly it's timely and it's inefficient for you know, for a guy to, to be building, but then have to worry about all the other crap on top of it, you know? So it's like, it's cool to see it. It takes everyone, it takes the, just the random community member and just all of us, it, we're all in it together. And it's, it's cool to see because it's like, to, like the way you just worded that when I like buy secret or I own secret and I own these other ones, it's like, I must feel like we're just all this, we're, we are that crypto, you know? So it's really, it's really fascinating. Cool to see that. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, you know, that that's what we're trying to do. I mean, we're at the end of the day, we're trying to, you know, build an ecosystem um and empower, you know, the community uh to build and use, you know, uh all the you know different solutions that are built on secret network, but also, you know, give access and you know have that interoperability with all the other cosmos chains and hopefully, you know other chains outside of cosmos you know once you know once we get there as well um and yeah like you know infrastructure and like running nodes and all that stuff is sort of like you know um the less sexy side of blockchain that people don't think about so much um and it's one of those things you know one of those challenges that 
all chains have to deal with eventually once they've reached, you know, that point of growth. And it's actually actually a good thing, you know, to, to deal with. It's like a good problem to, ha to have because, you know, if nobody cares about your blockchain, then uh, you don't have any users and, you know, running nodes is super easy. You don't have, you know, any transactions, any traffic. Um, but, you know, once you reach that, you know, critical mass, then, you know, yeah, you have a lot of users and things, you know, stop working, you know, perfectly. Um, and on the one hand, it, it's challenging because, you know, you're an app developer and, you know, all of a sudden your users are having a, you know, less than stellar experience. And, you know, I'll admit it, it's a problem that, you know, we had with, you know, a few, a uh, few launches that, you know, happened on secret and to a certain extent, I mean, you know, things still aren't perfect. We're, you know, still improving. One of the, you know, big things we're focusing on is improving, you know, network performance and improving, you know, the, uh, how efficient nodes are and, you know, serving user requests and things like that. Um, and I mean, you know, as chains mature, you know, you have these people that, you know, they might not be, you know, uh, these, you know, crack developers, you know, that, you know, want to create you know, new and innovative and amazing, you know, uh, uh, products on blockchain, but they want to create, you know, that solid infrastructure that blockchain needs to, you know, grow and to scale. And, you know, the, the biggest example of that is Infura, right? Where, you know, if you're developing on Ethereum today, then, you know, you just register for Ethereum and you have, you know, you have your your access point to the blockchain. You don't have to run a node. You don't have to know how, you know, how to do all that stuff. And you can focus on, you know, what you really care to focus on. And, you know, as Cosmos grows, we'll start seeing more and more of these solutions and, you know, more and more, of that expertise in infrastructure and making things, you know, uh, cheaper to run and more efficient. And, you know, that's when we'll know that, you know, we're really taking things to another level. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, there, there's so much going on, you know, behind the scenes, so many things happening. And, you know, yeah, it's, it's actually pretty cool to get a chance to talk about, you know, the, the infrastructure side of things is usually, you know, usually you only focus on, you know, what apps are coming and, you know, um, what new things are happening in Cosmos and you forget about, you know, all the gears and, you know, everything that's happening, you know, in, in the bowels of the ship, so to speak, that, you know, uh, keep things afloat, which is, you know, super cool. Yeah, man. I just want to give you a shout out. Uh, we've been doing these shows for a long time and I... You've been pr pretty much one of the coolest guests we've had on the show. Like, I got to learn a lot. I like learning when I do these shows because it, it gets repetitive for me. And I love doing these. Don't get me wrong. But, I, you know, I love to learn. Like, that's just the way I am. I'm just built like that. I love learning new stuff and just, like, random things that I didn't even know about. And, you know, I really appreciate that. And you spending time with with us. And, you know, um, I just wish we had you on before. I mean, shit, this was good. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> thanks man I, I appreciate it man i i just love talking about this stuff and honestly i i didn't like i i didn't look at the time like i see we've been you know we've been here for like <laughs> more than an hour and a half i can keep going for another like 90 minutes no problem yeah. um just like shooting the shit and talking about cool stuff man yeah it's, it's super fun I'm I'm just, glad that, you know. yeah i think whenever, whenever there's a like secret network pop card that comes out please please let me know <laughs> <laughs> sure thing man sure thing <laughs> i was gonna I, I say it's sick but uh but 
I was going to say, yeah, I've been known to have some of these shows go on for like five, six hours before my wife will be like, are, are, are you finally done? Like, can we go to the store now? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it, I, I just love whenever someone comes on and they can relay the, the information, especially if they're a developer. And they can relay the information just in like a normal way and give metaphors and just like examples. And, and also the, obviously the passions there, like I could tell the passions there. And that was really cool when we went to Texas and, you know, it's unfortunate you had your, your wedding and all that, but it was really cool to meet a lot of the, the secret community and just the overall IBC community. But like right now, since we're talking secret, more specifically the uh, secret community, it's very passionate. It was a lot of fun. Um, you know, it was just a good time, like a good vibe. And I always recommend people out there, if you don't, um, you haven't been to a crypto convention, especially if you're a cosmonaut, like you definitely should go to one that's like more specifically, you know, cosmos based. Like if you get a chance to go to like cosmos verse, great. I mean, I would honestly recommend to do it because it, it, it's it's amazing to to meet people in person and see the face behind the PFPs and have stories. And what's cool about it too, like I've, I've did the permissionless event down in Florida and it was like all Ethereum people and stuff. And then I got to sit there and explain how the technology works the whole time. And it's, it's, it's a drag, you know, and then I go to Texas and it's just like everyone knows and understands the tech for the most part. And we're just there collaborating, having a good time talking about the future, like just random stuff. And, it was a it was a great time. I got to meet all the space guys and see their faces and talk and hang out and uh, it, it's great. Like I highly recommend it. Like it's just a good time for sure. And and you get to learn a lot. You know, you might. I mean, I I, I know at the permissionless event. I got offered a couple different real life jobs and stuff, and you, you know, it could change your life. Like I'm not saying I'm going to take the jobs, but it's at least it was an opportunity uh, that was given to me basically from just doing the doing the the work at the shows and stuff and. Um, it's just really cool. And I always appreciate like developers taking time out and I know it's probably getting a little bit later there. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's an awesome vibe. Like, I just like that. And I don't like, I've been like recently, I've been going on to like other, um, Twitter spaces and I'll just like have my headphones and I'll be laying in bed or whatever, trying to like kind of go to sleep and my wife's already sleeping and I'll just like kind of tune into some random ones just to see like the vibes. And, um, I never, ever, ever have tuned into any of them. I don't think I've ever once yet and had like a developer or someone on that ecosystem, like an actual person, like figurehead, so to speak, come by and like talk about tech ever. And I only get that in Cosmos. Like, it's amazing. You know, like it's just a good time. And like, it's just amazing to see people take out the time just to kind of shit shit about tech and stuff like that. And I firmly believe this in my core and just from my experiences in crypto, my, since my journey of crypto and like kind of just perusing around in these other ecosystems, uh, the, the people love technology the most in cosmos. Like it's not even close. Like I've been in the Kadena one. Kadena's pretty close too. like, they're very passionate about like just tech. And Cosmos is like, that's all anyone cares about. And they ask the questions and they want to know more about the tech. Everyone else in all these other ecosystems, it's not me trying to be like a maxi. They just care about like random things. Like they don't care about like how the tech works or what's under the hood, so to speak. And I'm sure there are some, I'm not going to just categorize everyone, but like the overall thing, the overall realm of things, like people in Cosmos, like really truly care about the technology and how it works and how it can work and what the future entails with the technology. So it's really cool to see it. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, I, I think, you know, what you said about, you know, going to any sort of crypto event is like hitting the nail on, on the head. 
and especially around, you know, people in Cosmos that you meet, I think more so than I've experienced in it with any other ecosystem. I mean, you know, when you, you know, have two Ethereum guys talking, you know, it's all about, you know, I don't know, it, it's sort of like if you have, in my experience anyway, I'm not shitting on Ethereum in any way, uh, just using it as an example. Um, but, you know, if you have like two Ethereum guys talking, they're sort of trying to shill, you know, each person is like shilling their own projects and things like that. Um, but, you know, when I talk to people from Cosmos, um, everything focuses around, you know, how can we work together, you know, and, you know, let's, uh, let's, you know, collaborate. And I think that's, you know, a bit of the sort of um, what's being, you know, built with the ecosystem around, you know, IBC and around collaboration. And that fosters this vibe of, you know, of cooperation and, you know, of, uh, you know, it's not, you know, doggy dog you know and you know trying to be number one it's about you know succeeding together as an ecosystem i think that's you know why you know crypto why cosmos events are you know so cool like that um and why when you meet people in cosmos it's you know um it's you know even you know more fun than you know talking to people in crypto in general um and i i hope that continues i hope you know with you know more projects you know and uh, the newer chains out there, we keep seeing, you know, these uh, these collaborations and hopefully with like interchain accounts and everything, that's really what's going to take things to the next level. Because like until now, you know, yeah, I mean, you could like transfer tokens and stuff um, and that's cool, but that's like not why we're here. You know, that's not what we're here for. Um, we really want to see, like, I, I really want to see, you know, projects you know that can run co contracts you know for one chain to another or like applications that really do stuff um and i've seen i don't remember the name but there is a project out there doing like cross-chain staking derivatives with like interchain accounts and making things transparent and stuff like that and like those are the real things that like you know i'm excited about like from an ecosystem standpoint are these applications that you know are continuing to push the envelope and do things that you know aren't possible before. Like, like yeah, I mean, you know, on Ethereum you can copy Uniswap, you know, to whatever EVM chain, and you know, yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. But um, the level of innovation that you can do on Cosmos is like, I, I, I don't want to speak for you know all the other crypto spaces because you know I don't know everything in crypto. I don't think anybody does, um, but you know, looking at these opportunities that you have to build new things using, you know, different tools from different chains, um, I will really unlock a lot of the potential that exists in Cosmos. Because, you know, um, for example, you know, if you could do, you know, combined staking derivatives with, you know, conventional DeFi, then you can, you know, bring all kinds of yield opportunities that weren't there before and create more sustainable products and not, you know, uh products that are built around you know um giving people incentives in a token and you know requiring it to be sort of inflationary to be you know any form of sustainable um and i think you know these are the things that we're here for and these are the things that people in cosmos are here for and you know as time goes on i see you know more and more projects recognizing those opportunities and you know dydx was the first 
uh, you know, really big one to make the make the plunge, take the plunge. But you know, I think we'll be seeing more and more, you know, of these projects that you know are really looking to take their you know their applications to the next level, come to the Cosmos ecosystem. So yeah, it's going to be. I think it's going to be a really exciting time. You know, uh, now you know to a couple of years forward, you know, seeing what people are going to build and you know who's going to be in this ecosystem. Yeah, man, it's just I can't wait. It's so exciting, really. The the thing the 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 fact that I'm even like right here right now talking to you and doing all this and I uh, got to meet the spaces and I was up I was even on stage at in Texas at the Central like the the fact that I was able to do all those types of things was like a true testament of like how awesome this community is and how cross chain and how connected it is and um, I've never met anyone and I, it's just basically I mean yeah don't get me wrong I work hard I put a lot of time in I'm not going to say I don't do that but it's obviously all from the community and like what we all got going on it's uh it's amazing to see I'm like super grateful and honored for all this and uh it's just super cool because I've never met anyone in Cosmos, right? That's like, oh, I'm only buying Osmo, or I'm only buying Secret, or I'm only buying Atom, and like they're like Maxis. Like, no, we're 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 really truly like interoperability cross chain Maxis, you know. And um, just like it is an investor standpoint, it's it's a good way to go in about it because it's a it's almost like a hedge, right? A, a, like that side of it. But we we do we want to push the envelope, like you're saying. Uh, it's yeah, it's cool that I can. Uh, I can send my Osmo token over to Secret and wrap it and then do some stuff over there. But I want to be able to, we all want to do more. And I think we're, we're going to be there very soon with Interchain. And it's just going to be so much fun and just like fascinating to see that development. Because like I said, I'm a little bit older now and I got to see all the, the, the things from like web one to web two and just like i remember going to like the, the store to go buy like a 50 pack of a floppy disk because i wanted to burn again like i bet we'll call it a burn i wanted to save a game or i wanted to install a game and i'd be like 28 disk i'd be 28 floppy disk in and that one would be corrupted and then i'd have to go back to the store and and uh get 28 you know <laughs> get to get the 28th one and stuff and like how antiquated and archaic that was and like connecting through like your um your phone, you know, like if someone picked up the phone and we, while you're connected to AOL, you'd get rubbed and just like so many cool things that like, it's so crazy to see that. And then just with this, just in crypto, like the evolution of what we've seen just from, you know, like the beginning of Bitcoin to all the way up to now. And then more specifically, since we're talking about IBC of like, just how fast it's growing, like people don't understand. I mean, like we were saying, like osmosis is a year old and that's really when like you can actually kind of start to do things with like your token, so to speak. And that's only a year or basically a year old now. And uh, like I can only imagine over like the next year, just we'll use one year like today, like if we met up tomorrow, uh, this time next year and like all the different things that are going on. And it's just I can't wait, man. And it's, it's so exciting. It's crazy to think that how excited I get over technology, but it, it's really the vibe and in this space everyone's so passionate about technology like yeah don't get me wrong like people you know they still want their bags to go up a little bit because i mean we need money for for things over the long haul but we're all in it for the technology we just love the technology it's like everyone in the space like anyone that's in in this space right now loves the technology or else they wouldn't be in it because the bags your bags aren't anywhere near what they were you know back in beginning of may or in april or or march and all that and then we did this like we did that decentral 
uh, you know, the, the market's terrible, but everyone there had so much passion. And even going to the permission list, that was literally right after. It was like the week after the Luna crash and when the market really just tanked. And there was a lot of people there, you know, it was just it's it's not going anywhere it's just going to keep moving forward and i'm i'm appreciative of like these opportunities to to kind of kick in and, and talk to you know like you came by you're, like i said you're one of the coolest guests we've had i got to learn some things today and um you know follow up you know stuff from that and i'm just excited for everyone in here and i really think we're on the right train and, and it's just it's a good movement that's all i can say so i i appreciate it man like thank you for stopping by hey it's, yeah man it's a lot of my Isaac, pleasure bro. man yeah um yeah so i like have another few minutes if there's like any you know any final things you know or anything else um then i, I will have to drop unfortunately but i i'm you know i'm hopeful that we can do this again you know sometime soon man would love yeah, to be for, back for, yeah for sure man like my our doors are always open i do the sunday show pretty much just no matter what uh at the same time and i just love this i really do like it's just it's it's just so much fun man like I always say, like, I'm going out on my sword with IBC. Like, I, I, you know, I just, it would be terrible if I lost all, all of it, but, like, not financial advice. That's why I always preach to be diversified, invest in stuff that's not just crypto, and, and never invest in anything that you can't afford to lose. But also, like, you know, just try to have fun. Like, if you're not having fun and enjoying this this ride, this journey, then, you know, take a break, man. Like it'll still be here. Crypto's not going anywhere. And I even mean that for myself. Like I, sometimes I need to like, just take a break. Cause I'm just frying my brain all the time. And I was battling a lot of migraines since uh, Texas, because I think I, I wasn't getting enough rest. Uh, and I just kept just going so hard every single day and I'm getting a little bit older now. So I don't know if my body can handle it sometimes, but yeah, man, like I just love this ride, you know, like it's just been so much fun and I got to meet a lot of people and have uh, real life experiences and conversations that I always remember. So it's, uh, it is, it's like, it's like, it is kind of like life changing. You know? And it's really cool. Like I was a very, um, competitive athlete and I did pretty well with my athletic, uh, career. And it's kind of like, I use that same mindset in, the, in this space that I want to just keep like learning more and pushing my brain to the, like the, to the max. And I think a lot of these developers in the space are doing the same thing. They, they see it. Maybe they didn't play sports, but they, they, everyone's competitive in one way or another. And you see that competitiveness, you, you get to a certain level, maybe you're plateaued for a little bit and you can't figure something out, but then you bust through and you're like, man, that was so cool. And then you just keep going for more. And I think this innovation wave is all going to happen in IBC. Like I just don't really see it happen in other ones because it's just, it doesn't make any sense realistically. So I'm really fascinated to see all of it. Like I already know there's so much stuff going on. There's so many chains being built. They're in testnet and it's all coming together, man. It's just appreciative. And yeah, I, I appreciate it, man. We'll definitely, um, we'll definitely get together soon again. You know, I, this was awesome times, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, man. This was really great. Um, and, and yeah, like just one, one like final word. I mean, you know, it, it, it's funny that you mentioned, you know, comparing, you know, the athletic world to, you know, um, sort of, you know, how developers work and stuff. Cause you know, development is, and especially like around innovation is super competitive. Like, you know, if you think about it, you know, you're not just, you're competing against, you know, anybody in the world. Cause like, you know, what you're doing, you know, you could have a team, you know, halfway across the world that is doing the same thing. And a lot of the times that's true. In fact, I don't know of almost 
anybody that, you know, was building a product, doesn't matter how innovative, and there wasn't, you know, somewhere somebody working on something similar. It's exceedingly rare to, you know, be the only one doing something. So, you know, it is super competitive and you have to really, you know, push yourself and, you know, especially at first, you know, it's, you know, that, you know, sort of the image of, you know, the, you know, uh, you know, dev sitting, you know, chugging, you know, monster or whatever, you know, uh, pulling all nighters to, you know, get there first. It, it's very true. It happens. It happens a lot. Um, and yeah, that's like also part of the reason why things move so fast and you know, why you have so much innovation um, is because, you know, you have, you know, these very, very talented people, you know, with a, you know, the shit done mindset and, you know, uh, everybody's pushing themselves and everybody's building. And, you know, the reason behind it is that everybody is so excited about the technology. That's you know, exactly what you were talking about. And you know, it, it's funny. It reminds me, I was sitting on sitting on a panel uh, a couple of months back um, and there was a question from the audience going like, hey, is it, you know, is it hard to hire new developers in blockchain, you know, where sort of a lot of people are not familiar with it and you have to like developers that you know don't know what blockchain is um and my answer was like fuck no i mean it, it's it's you know we're building a new internet i mean you know that's you could get you know, anybody could be excited about it if you like love tech then you know being in that place where you can you know do something that's sort of like the bleeding edge and you know reinventing you know the way we interact with technology that, that that's like you know something so cool um and that's something that isn't is like fairly unique to blockchain how accessible it is like i won't say that you know people you know working on you know uh human machine brain interfaces are not you know pushing the envelope obviously they are um but it's not as accessible as blockchain you, you can't pick that sort of stuff up you have to you know be in a very very niche field to have access to you know innovation like that and that's you know another one of the reasons why blockchain in general is so exciting um so yeah yeah before i keep going on forever i'm gonna say <laughs> thanks very much for having me man this yeah man fun. thanks for spreading the ibc gospel last question i have and it should be a short one is um what like when you're in uh because every every athlete every mindset gets in that that type of uh kind of like the plateau or like the I don't want to say questioning yourself, but like when you reach a certain plateau, is there anything you do to motivate you? Like, do you, do you watch like, um, like anyone in the past or do you, I mean, besides Kathleen to get you through the day, but I'm talking about like mentally, is there anything that you do that kind of like pushes you and motivates you? Um, I think everybody's different in that. Um, but personally, one thing is, you know, you have to know, when to push yourself and also when to take breaks because you you can't go you know 24 hours a day you know day in, day out and do that you know for months on end so you sort of have to know you know when you want to really push yourself and also when you you can take a step back and clear your mind you know uh clear your mind you know from blockchain in general you know not look at graphs every day you know and not care you know what's going on in the ecosystem it really takes some time to, you know, clear things, you know, up. but for me personally, you know, 
um, it's all about uh, building cool shit. It's all about innovation. Um, and, you know, that's why in my free time, you know, occasionally I'll just, you know, think of something cool that has not been done before. And, you know, I'll, I'll try to build that. Um, and, I, you know, it's usually, you know, something, something small, but something cool that, you know, I can uh, sort of, you know, push the envelope a little bit further. And like one example of that is um, about a year back, you know, I created an, an implementation of staking derivatives uh, in a smart contract. So you could do like staking derivatives uh, on secret and, you know, you could have uh, that interaction with the chain. So you could vote with, you know, with your staking derivative and do all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, and I open sourced that. I think it's spun up into uh, a couple of different projects now. Um, or more recently, um, I made a small application that allows you to do uh, private messaging on secret. So you can send a DM uh, on secret uh, and sort of, you know, you know, if you see a wallet doing something and you want to think and say, hey, man, I saw you're selling this NFT. I want to, you know, uh, you know, uh, I want to make an offer, but I don't want it to be on staff. I want to, you know, pay less or let's talk about things. Um, and I actually made it so you can DM people on different networks as well. So you can, you know, DM somebody on Juno, then they can come, you know, they don't have to have an account on Secret. They can see, you know, the DMs that you got sent. Um, I, don't, I don't expect, you know, this will, you know, become a billion dollar application. But for me, it's about, you know, building, you know, building cool shit. Um, and, you know, seeing what we can do with the technology, that's what, you know, really recharges me, you know, and gets me through, you know, the day to day when sometimes you're doing stuff that, you know, more mon mundane things, like you aren't always, you know, a hundred percent, you know, writing cool code. Sometimes it's, you know, about, uh, creating documentation or like taking meetings or, you know, doing things that are a bit less, you know, sexy. Um, but you always have to find, you know, go back to, you know, the core things that, you know, you're passionate about. And that, that's what it's all about for me. Uh, yeah. Amen, brother. That was that, <laughs> the passion's real. So before I, you know, I, I know you can go on and on. I can go on, on. We all can go on and on. So I just appreciate it for everyone out there. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We, we, you know, nothing but love. I hope you guys have a rest of a good day and thank you. It's sick and peace out everyone. Take care. Take it easy, Isaac. Thank peace. you for stopping by. Yeah. And yeah, before, before you, uh, yeah. Thanks much for having you guys. Before you end the space, Eric, just one last time. Um, if you guys want to claim that secret badge, uh, just go to the uh, pin tweet up here, click on the link, and then enter the word Cosmos Potluck. All, all together, all uppercase letters. Thanks again, everybody. Oh, yeah, man. Take care. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Cosmos Spaces, Secret Updates with Isaac, VP of Engineering at Secret Labs. Recorded on Sunday, July 17th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When I'm ripping and rapping, I ain't picking the bastards who be tricking the masses into getting their asses kicked. Feels like I've been getting my masters. Fuck a pump and double like the income that's passive. Raise up the bar before I fly right past it. I'll be writing rhymes till they put me in a casket. Old man shit, put the lotion on its skin. Then put that shit back in the damn basket like Buffalo Bill, the way I'm ruffling feathers. 
collectors Snuffing out debt, cut the heads off collectors Keep a couple heads in a jar as keepsakes And take the rest and turn them into free bait Upgrade the feelings, supply the free base Looking all professional, tools in the briefcase Running on empty from gassing up my teammates First one down, let me know how that sleep tastes Impossible, defended the plausible from end to demonstrable. The mission isn't even worried about the clearance. Running interference till our enemies fear us. We're only one disappearance away from a bad day. Everybody trying to save face on the last day. Feeling fancy, about to pull out the masse. Drop the eight ball in passing, that's so passe. I'm getting nasty, you cannot put it past me. A mix between blasphemy and tuck everlasting. Feeling like a masterpiece, looking like a tragedy. Trying to get through another day full of savagery. Getting headstrong from working in the mess hall, all hands on deck waiting for our next haul, I need the rest, got big plans to eject, so feed the grass and keep off the Kleenex. I am interested in magic because I am fascinated with psychology, I love to learn about how people make inferences, how they draw conclusions and find patterns and information, and in particular, I'm interested in all that can go wrong. How an individual can be led astray from certain cognitive vulnerabilities or exploited. Ten spaces. <laughs>